We will continue the 11th letter of the Holy Letters of the Balatanya, which is known as Laskil Chabina, to enlighten with understanding. So Baruch Hashem, we already went through already around 60 shiurim, between 25 and 30 hours, of a tremendous journey deep into enlightenment, what the Balatani explains over here. And if we have engaged deeply and interactively, vividly, if we have all learned this together, then we look at ourselves and we can see that we are truly changed. I've received a tremendous amount of messages and emails from many people from all walks of life telling me that the Shurim, they have actively engaged in incorporating it and meaningfully changing their entire lives. People have given up their addictions. They have learned what it means to love unattached, without any expectations. They have learned what it means to live life not as if something that it's going to happen in the future, but to start to live life truly. To realize that the only thing a person ever has is now. And to see the true meaning of your life, which means to live a Torah life, to live a life full of amuna, a life recognized that God is guiding your life, God is in your life, and everything that's happening to you is happening for you. And as we said in the past, that there's many people who they have lived with Haskil Chabina every single day, every day of their life. Once they have came face to face with the enlightenment of Laskil Chabina, Laskil Chabina is not something, the enlightenment of understanding is not something that they ever let go. And unfortunately, and regretfully, a lot of people only live with this peric from a space of pain. And that's why it is strongly encouraged. We're going to try to make it available, these 60, 60 60-something shiurim, as a complete series of shiurim that a person could listen to and learn without having to go through any pain. Just to be always, regardless of what you're learning, that there should be a constant chazara, there should be a constant vitality, a constant recognition of the truth, of enlightenment, because this perek, this simen in the Geras HaKodesh, deals with the truth of life. And that truth of life is mandatory for a person to recognize it every single moment of his life, every single day. But as the Balatanya explains in this simon, it is precisely the magic of life. It's precisely life itself that doesn't really allow you to live with the truth of life, to live with the uniqueness, the miracle of life that happens every moment. 
Because life on its own will trap you. Life on its own will try to make you asleep. It will bring you deep into unconsciousness. So it's something that has to wake you up. And that's how the Balatanya begins this pedic, which he says, we're going to make a summary of Hashem, where he says that the beginning of everything is laskil chabina, to enlighten with understanding, which means to wake you up. Enlightenment ultimately means to light up the room, to light up your mind, to wake you up, to be in complete awareness, complete attentiveness, to have complete meditation, to be fully aware. And when a person is fully aware, there is nothing else. When a person is fully present, when someone is talking to you, and they're telling you a story, and you're fully present, there's no judgment at all. There's nothing going on at that moment. If you're fully there, if you're fully, fully present when a person's talking to you, if you're fully present when you're in a room, when you're in a shul and there's a poor person, when you're in the supermarket, when you're anywhere, when you're at home and your child's talking to you, your spouse is talking to you, someone is talking to you, if you're fully present, if you are so alive, if you're confronted with the fact that now you're alive, meaning to say that you're not dead, meaning to say that this is the only moment you have, if you're fully present, if you're fully there, then there's nothing else. Then you're highly intentive, you're highly in tune, that all your organs, if you're showing up completely, that means all your organs, your soul is flowing through all your organs. And if your soul is flowing through all your organs, you are present with every fiber of your being. And the energy of that, the energy that you have at that moment, is the purpose of your life. To show up like that, even one time in your life, even one moment in the day, to show up like that is the purpose of your life. And a tzaddik, somebody who is truly enlightened, a holy person, shows up like that all the time. He lives his life like that all the time. Which means that everything he does has tremendous energy, tremendous meaning, tremendous significance. And every single movement is the only movement he ever does. And if every single movement is the only movement he ever does, there's tremendous energy and tremendous meaning and tremendous sensitivity and tremendous vitality and tremendous enlightenment and tremendous wakefulness in the moment that is right in front of the person. And this is what the Balatanya means when he says, Laskil Khabina. To enlighten with understanding means that your left side of your brain, which is your comprehension, should be full with the right side of your brain, which is your wisdom, which is your wakefulness, which is your picture, the way you see your whole entire life, everything what you see in front of you. And he says, once you are completely awake, once you have Laskil Khabina, once your, your, your wisdom, your picture of your life is fully comprehended. Then what is the program language? What is the program? What, do you, what, do you, what, is, what does it mean to be filled with wakefulness? You're awake. And now what is the meaning of my life? And he says the meaning of your life is that should be Yishkun Hashem. The meaning of your life is that every single organ in your body 
should have the light of God flow through it, the energy of God, the energy of your soul, to be completely aware of this moment right now, to be completely aware. And how do you achieve that? By realizing that being, this, being attached to anything in this world. Being attached, being attached means to be trapped. Being attached to any hopes of the future. Being, the, being attached to any moment of negativity in the past. Being attached to any desires for prestige, for honor, for children. Any material desires, if you have even a drop of that, then the light of God is not flowing with ease through your body. Then the light of your soul is not flowing through the organs of your body. And there's obstruction. And the essence of enlightenment is this statement, that not by desiring the life of the flesh, the life of sustenance, the life of children, the life of wealth, will the light of God flow through your body. And ultimately speaking, your will should be nullified before the will of God. Not that this is a job, like we said already multiple times. Not that this is a job. He's not asking you to start to fight with your will and give up your will. He's saying, in the face of the awesomeness of God looking at you right at this moment, in the face of being fully present, when you are truly alive, when you are fully faced with death, when death is at the other side, when you see death before your eyes, like we explained with that woman, with his brother in the Holocaust, when she saw what happened, that the last sentence she said to her, to her brother was negative, she vowed never to say anything negative again. Now that was not a job she had to do. She did not she struggle throughout her life. She was faced with death, and she lived a life of life on the right side, of positivity, of energy, every day of her life. Because every person she saw that person, she said, what would it look like if this person was the last time I would see them. And then she spoke from a place of vitality, a place of energy, a place of positivity. And anything that was negative, she put it away entirely. And that is enlightenment. Enlightenment is to be in a space where you're fully on the right side, where you're not attached to anything, where you're not attached, where your love is not attached, where you recognize the energy of life. And to recognize the energy of life, says the Balatanya, is the beginning of enlightenment to not be attached, to understand that the enormity of Yishkin Oir Hashem is something I can't describe to you. But if you're attached, if you're attached to anything physical, Yishkin Oir Hashem is not going to happen at that moment. So when you give up your attachments, when you give up all your physical attachments, then instantly the life of God, the life of your soul flows through your body. And you're an enlightened person at that moment. And then it's your choice to continue that in your life. And for that the Balatanya goes on into the Perik and he says, how can we make this real in our life all the time? And he says the only way we can make this real all the time in our life is by recognizing that the God is creating the world something from nothing at this moment. And being creating this world something from nothing at this moment is the beginning of all enlightenment. Because the essence of all ego the essence of all problems in life is the deep desire to be asleep to this moment right now. To think that life is going to happen sometime in the future or it's better to focus right now on something that happened to me in the past. And usually what moment in the past do we bring up? A moment of death. A moment of negativity. 
a moment of triggers, a moment of containers, a moment of, that's trapped. We want to trap the moment. But the miracle of life is so awesome that it cannot be held on to. It's called bliss. It's something that far surpasses anything we can describe, anything we can contain. Because Yishkoin is a paradox. Yishkoin means to, to dwell, to be present, means to be interactive. Interactive means it's constant. And when it's constant, we also forget about it. But to be constant, and it should be new, is the Chiddush. To be constant, all the time, present. The soul of my, of, my, of my consciousness, the soul of my soul, to be in touch with God, all the time. To have it constant, yet brand new. Constant and brand new. Every single moment, with every heartbeat, with every breath. Why? Because Hashem is creating the world, nothing, from nothing, from His incomprehensibility, from the unimaginable, from the mind of God, from something that you cannot touch, at to something brand new at this moment. And your whole entire life unfolds in this moment. And it's never a moment that you could catch. It's never a moment that you could hold on to. It's never something you could happen. But your whole entire life only unfolds in the now. You never had a moment in your life that wasn't now. And then that moment ends. And your mind wants to comprehend it, but it can't comprehend it. And your heart wants to hold on to it, but it can't hold on to it. And that's the left side. The left side is when the heart retains its life of its own. And when the mind has a life of its own. And when the body has a life of its own, which is known as sitra akhra, which is the self, which the self was created only to discover God. I have a sense of self only to give that back to you, to understand, to be able to see you, to be able to touch the infinity. I only have a sense of self to be able to discover the newness of life, to be able to discover God, to be able to see that everything is really spiritual. Everything is really has deep meaning. I have a heart to be able to learn what means unconditional love. To be able to give love with no reason. Unattached love. I have a mind to be able to discover the mind of God. Which is infinite. Which is beyond comprehension. But everything in my life will try to trap me. To live on the surface. And why will it do that? Because that is the chiddush of life, that is the newness of life, that's the uniqueness of life. That's to win the lottery, to live life the way the Balatani is describing, to win the lottery, to look at the whole entire world around you and to see everybody self-absorbed, preoccupied, everybody completely being sucked in by the outside of the containers of this world. And to you know, to know the truth and to live higher than nature, to live miraculously, to see everything and to be able to see through it all. To look at every single person and to see through the person. To eliminate judgment. To have comparison, to eliminate comparison. To have lust, to drop the lust. To have everything material, to drop it all. To be able to discover that Yishkunayr Hashem happens when you realize the enormity of life. When you realize the enormity of what it means to be positive. To be able to live a life where you see your marriage and you're in a non-reactive marriage. No matter what you're going to be given, whatever is going to be thrown at you, you are here, I am here to love my spouse. I'm not here looking for something in return. Because it's the mere love itself, the mere opportunity for me to love somebody unconditionally is the greatest thing that a person could possibly have. And how could a person live with that? A person could live with that only if he realizes that life happens only at this moment. Only if he's not holding on to things from the past. Only if he realizes that the enormity of life is something that's incomprehensible, undescribable. Only if he sees the enormous impact of the decisions he's going to make right now. 
Only if he sees that the whole entire world is dependent on what he does right now. Only if he sees death before his eyes. Then will he choose life. Only if he sees the enormity of the left side trying to strip him of life. To seeing the, the, how the life of the ego, this glimmer, this little momentous glimmer of trying to trap him in the moment. Only if he sees the enormity of life on the right side with the left side, which is the one moment of trapped unconsciousness, the one moment of sleep, the one moment of lust, of temptation. And if he sees the enormity of both of these things, he will always choose life. And he will have complete enlightenment. And that type of life is a miraculous life. And when that, with that type of life, he's highly sensitive. He's sensitive to his spouse. He's sensitive to every person around him. Because he's living, he's fully alive. He's not hoping for one moment in the future. He's not hoping for a moment of tomorrow. And such a life is a meaningful life. Such a life is not a life. At that point, you're not looking for something better. You're not looking for the future. You realize that the journey itself is the destination. It is that type of vibrancy. It's, it is that type of consciousness, that type of soul, that type of energy flowing through all of your organs. Which, that itself is the purpose. And the Balatanya says that only a person who realizes that if he's fully alive now, he would give up all of his money, he would give up everything he has to have the pleasure of this moment now. Because the pleasure of all the pleasures is the moment that he has right now. Not what he can do with his moment, not what his ego will invent with this moment, not the hope of one moment that I'll make some money so I'll be able to be free, so I'll be able to be comfortable on vacation. Not moment that will complete more complainings. It's only this moment now that ever exists. And for this moment that you have right this now, right at this second, you will give up all of your pleasures just to be fully present. But because presence is indescribable, because yishkoin, because dwelling, because being interactive, because the way your soul flows through your body, because that's indescribable, you always opt for the left side. You always opt to be trapped in some type of material pleasure. You're always getting trapped. Either the left side of your brain, which is trying to hold on to one moment, or the left side of your heart, which is trying to go after some temptation. Or being triggered by something negative. But if you realize that Hashem is creating the world... Nothing from his incomprehensibility. When we say nothing, we don't mean only no thing. Nothing. We mean incomprehensible. Something indescribable. And he's creating the world when? This second right now. And the purpose of life is when? This second right now. And when they asked the Rebbe's wife, the Rebbetson, what was the most... Amazing time in her life that she can remember. She said, now. This moment now. And it wasn't a play on words. Because what she was saying was, life only unfolds now. And if you don't realize that life only unfolds now, then you are trapped. You are essentially asleep. Then you have wills of becoming. Then you have hopes for a future. Then you are deeply imaginative and deeply comprehending something that happened to you in the past and trying to make sense of it and living with it. But if you live with every single person as if you don't know them at all, if you don't retain, if you don't have an accumulation of any memory of what they did to you, 
if in the face of life that you have right now, you drop everything negative, everything petty, everything from the left side, everything painful, everything that's stopping the flowing of consciousness right now, if you're ending all of that, if you're saying, what is the reason that there's the left side? Because the idea of a left side is the container. What's the idea of the container? To end. What's the idea of pain? What's the idea of death? Death means to end. So I end every single thing negative in my life. When do I end it? At this moment right now. And then I allow the moment to be. And then the next moment, I will end every single thing negative again. And then I will allow the moment to be. So what is this moment? The moment is only good. It's only the higher good. It's only life. It's only the right side. But everything negative, I ended. The previous moment, I ended. So I was humiliated. I was criticized. I saw something I shouldn't have seen. No matter what it was. A fight, propaganda, something immoral. I seen it and I ended it. I never talk about it again. And that's the tremendous lesson that we also see in Parshas Pinchas. In Parshas Balak is the whole story of Pinchas. Terrible story. He engaged in tremendous kanois, in tremendous radicalism. And we say, do, is there radicalism by Jewish people? Are you, do you get radical? Do you get, should you get very angry at your child? Should you get very angry at your spouse? We see Pinchas, look what he did. He saw immorality and he came and he did the most vile thing. But did he really do the most vile thing? Or isn't it true that Pinchas ended it? He, Bayar, he saw something immoral. Vayokom, and he got up. Vayikach, and he grabbed something, and he ended it. And he never spoke about it. He didn't say one word. And the whole entire story is in last week's Pasha. Because in this week's Pasha, we say what an amazing thing he did. You know why? Because there was no propaganda. There was no emotion. There was no vitality. There was no carryover. There was no energy given to the moment. Because he came and he did what he had to do. Because if you see a child holding hot coals, you knock the hot coals out of his hand and you never talk to him about it again. Because you under, he understands what it means that it got burnt. Because if you see something improper happen, if you get screamed at, if there's a hot coal moment in your life, if there's death in your life, you end it. You take death and you end death. When Aaron Akoyan saw death, he was quiet. When you come into a hospital room or when you come into a shiva call, you see death, you see the enormity of life at that moment. You don't harper and har just hold on to it and get depressed. And now say, oh my gosh, my whole entire life is one big waste. You see that you're involved in addiction for many years, you end the addiction. You don't keep on harping over it and, and sit on it. And that's what the Balatanya says, Yichiku Chachmiya Emes. The holy sages, the Kabbalists, they said, what do we have the left side? To push away sadness and depression. You have any moment of sadness in your life. Any moment. You wake up in the morning and you're deeply deprived of oxygen because you slept so little. Instantly, all the negativity will flow into your brain and tell you why your life is, is a complete mess and why there's no light at the end of the tunnel. And you end that. You know what it means to end it. That's why you have the left side. The whole entire reason you have the left side is to end all of these things. To use the left side for the left side. The left side is ending... The left side is death. The left side is pain. You end all of the pain. You end all of the negativity. You end anything negative in your life. So what does an enlightened life look like? It looks like a life where you were just born. Where you realize that everything is this moment right now. So anything negative in the face of that, in the face of about to being die, in the face of, uh, of realizing that only thing I have is this moment, would you, will there be any vitality? Will there be any carryover to anything negative? 
Will I hold on to any impure thoughts? Will I, will, 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 will I, will I be, could I utter a negative thing about another Jewish person? Will I be able to think something negative about a Jewish person? If this was, if you were about to die, do you think anybody who's about to die, they have any hopes for becoming in the future or any grievances from the past? Or they let go of everything? They let go of all of those attachments. Are they waiting for somebody to do them back a favor? Or they could do the favor fully, without no expectations. To give, to have avas chinam. To love without no condition, because love itself is the purpose. Because to be able to tap into that space in your soul is miraculous. To be able to be in touch with Yishkan Hashem, that the light of God should flow through you, that is the purpose. And that's what the Balatanya essentially says in this pedic. That a person who realizes this, if a person realizes this, then he's the beginning of Yishkun Hashem. Then the light of God, the light of life flows through his consciousness. And then he's in a space where no matter what he's going through physically, he's living with less asar There is no place that's devoid of him. Because whether his physical life is being trapped, whether he's going through trials and tribulations, at that moment he's discovering that life is not happening to him, it's happening for him. And in the light of God, in the face of God, there's only happiness. There's only love, there's only light, there's only hope. There's only the right side, which is the Oyr Hashem. The left side is only a portal to discover Oyr Hashem. So anything negative about the left side you reject, and everything positive allows you to go deeper. Allows there to be an organ to discover God. Your eye is the organ that discover, to discover the godly spark in the next person. And your heart is an organ that allows you to go deeper and to discover the godly infinity, the love that you could have to another person. And when a person lives with this, then automatically every single thing is positive in their life. And they have discovered to see the soul in everything. And when they have discovered to see the soul in everything, then the purpose of pain has been materialized. Then the purpose of pain, which was to wake them up to God, has been discovered. And then says the Balatanya, the pain in a person's life becomes transmuted, even in a physical, in a physical life, even, in the, in, even in, the, in the real life, because a person is present, because a person's alive, because in the face of death, in the face of pain, there's true joy, in the face of death, there's true life. And then life has real significance, where essentially a person is able to die before he dies, so then he's fully alive. Because only when faced with death can you be fully alive. Only when seeing tremendous pain can you have real joy. Only can tremendous pain wake you up to the joy of life, the joy of the present moment. And that's what the Balatanya says, that is ultimate laskul khabina. So it's precisely a person who's going through pain. Or it's precisely a person that could see someone else's pain. That will allow him to see what's the opposite of pain, which is joy. To see what's the opposite of death, which is life. Which all of that is Yishkin Rashem.